These bonus episodes are not just about having a good time, but also about having frank and honest conversations with Pete. He's not afraid to tackle tough topics and have real, honest, frank and authentic discussions about life, love, work, and everything in between. So not only will you be entertained by Pete's signature wit and humor, but you'll also be challenged to think deeply about some of life's biggest questions. And the best part, you can do it all while listening and enjoying Pete's infectious energy. So don't miss out on this exciting new series of, Say As It Is With Pete, bonus episodes. Subscribe now and get ready to join the conversation. So let's get this episode underway. Hey everybody, and welcome to this very special Christmas Day episode of Say As It Is With Pete. And guess what? I'm your host, Pete. So welcome to, as I say, this Christmas Day special. Now, uh, it is uh, Monday, the 25th of December, 2023. And I am recording this episode nice and early in the morning on Christmas Day. So even extra special. And yes, this episode was planned for a while. So um, I am going to talk about all things Christmas um, and have a honest, frank conversation around some topics that are key and important. That I think we should talk about, um, especially over this festive period and i'm doing this recording or this episode before i go for my christmas day tradition um and that would be a walk in old brompton cemetery followed by a coffee in starbucks and yes everything may be closed but starbucks my faithful friend is still open um so i'm gonna meet the starbucks team there for a lovely Starbucks coffee. Not sure which one I'm going to have yet. Toffee nut latte or my bog standard usual vanilla. Um, but I know they don't have any eggnog because everybody told me the eggnog is already gone. Um, and toffee nut latte is uh, probably going to be there until early January and then it disappears um, until next year. So uh, depending if they have any flavoured ones, it may be that or vanilla, but who knows. Um, but yeah, so. Um, so we're gonna have some honest open conversations and some of the things in this uh episode may be a bit harsh and hard to hear but listen guys it, it, this is the point of this podcast and this is why i do it um and as this is a bonus episode um it's even better but also i just want to give you a little bit of history or a bit of 101 on christmas and i was looking at this and i've read many many books on christmas from a scandinavian christmas to the english traditional christmas the various other things when you know santa used to be dressed in green until coca-cola came along and then he was turned into red um and how christmas has come very commercialized and other bits and pieces but um you know that i was looking at this the other day and i remember reading something but i don't know if you knew this but the first ever um kind of christmas itself um christmas before it was officially uh, put down as the 25th of December. Um, use then that was agreed and endorsed by the Roman Empire that the, the, the 25th of December would be Christmas Day. Um, but it also goes back to um, way before that, that Christmas used to fall on the 25th of March, believe it or not. Um, but due to history and various other things it's all been uh around and falls on the 25th of december when 
uh, it's agreed that that's when uh, Christmas is, is and when the birth of Jesus happened and other things like that. So um, it's very interesting when you read those kind of mini history books um, and find out some of the really strange history that you wouldn't really think. Um, and then, yes, Christmas decorations always should go up around about the 26th or 27th of November. And they officially come down on the 5th of January, just in case you're wondering. Now, um, Christmas really the, should start on the 25th, and that is known as the first day of Christmas. And then it's the 12 days of Christmas after that. Um, so the 26th is the second, the 27th is the third. So that's the original 12 days of Christmas from the 25th of December up until the 5th of January. Um, so yes, a little bit of history on 101 and this Christmas is a bit different now for those that know me, Christmas is something I love. I love all things Christmas. I am, as soon as I start seeing mince pies in the shops, I'm buying them. Um, and I always buy a pack a day. Um, and my cupboard is normally full of mince pies, um, at home. Um, and it's very strange that I do not come back to the office um, where I work um, without a pack of mince pies in my hand uh, from the moment they're out on the shelves up until we uh, finish at work normally uh, just before Christmas. Um, but this year has been slightly different and um, you know I'm going to be open and honest but this year I don't feel like Christmas. I've lost my Christmas spirit, my mojo, my oomph. The Christmas spirit is in there somewhere, but it's lost um, and I can't seem to find it. And look, normally I'm so like energized and engaged and so optimistic and, and so enthusiastic. Some of my key strengths, well, I get the office decorations up and I'm excited. And then, you know, on the 1st of December, I wear a new Christmas jumper every day. And I've got a lot of Christmas jumpers. Um, but this year, and that's all, and I wear those jumpers up until we break up. Now, normally that's on the 24th, 24th um, but this year's a bit different. It falls on the 22nd. So up until the 22nd, I normally would be wearing Christmas jumpers. But this year, I've worn the odd one or two, um, and and that's it. I, I've, I just don't feel that this year is Christmas. Um, and normally I decorate my flat, and everything is is very very Christmassy, but this year I just put the tree up, and that's it. I'm just not not in the mood. I'm sad. I know. I had this conversation with a friend earlier, and uh, I just don't know. It just doesn't feel feel like Christmas. So my Christmas mojo, or my Christmas spirit, is in hiding or hibernation. And who knows? Maybe it'll come next year. But right now, it it just isn't there, um, which is sad because. I would normally get up tomorrow and don my Christmas hat and, you know, don my Christmas jumper and, you know, go to Starbucks. But tomorrow it's just going to be like a normal day. Just go for my walk, go to Starbucks, nothing special. Not going to dress up as I would normally because I'm just not in the mood. And that's uh, just the way it is, folks. But anyway, I'm not looking for any sympathy. I just think sometimes people, um, you know, get so hyped that you know sometimes you know there's times when things aren't just right and for me things aren't just right at the moment both both personally and things and you know I can't you know I can't get that 
pixie dust sprinkled enough uh, to make my Christmas spirit come back. I think uh, poor Tinker's tried and Tinkerbell can't do it and no one else can. So, um, and yes, that's a Disney reference because I love Disney, if you didn't realise. Uh, but yeah, I just can't get my mojo, so I, I, I don't know what it is. But anyway, enough of me rambling now. As I say, we're going to cover some topics in this episode um, around Christmas and things that go along with Christmas. So I'm going to read through my notes. Hopefully I can I can still understand my notes. Um, so one of the things I want to look at, first of all, is the stress of the day. Today is the 25th and today is a very stressful day. No matter what people say, it has been stressful for the last couple of weeks for some people. It's extremely stressful today because you've got family or friends or you've got things happening you've got to cook the dinner you know the night before you're prepping the vegetables and the turkey or whatever meats you're gonna have or if you're vegan you know what you know nut roast you're gonna cook uh, if you're um vegetarian you know what plant-based options have you got um but you're busy preparing getting things ready last minute preps running around to the shops um and then today, as I say, today's a big day because you've got to put everything in the oven. People are coming around, the wine and, you know, it depends. Some people wake up or some people have been to midnight mass already uh, and, they, and they're home and they're sleeping and they work up in the morning. They have some Bucks Fizz. Um, I remember those days having Bucks Fizz in the morning, cook breakfast, maybe have some friends around for breakfast or visit someone for breakfast uh, and then you know come back cook dinner open presents you've got the kids screaming the partners in in your ear you're trying to get dinner and stuff ready um you're opening your so you're opening your presents the cat's meowing the dog's barking the babies are crying it's chaotic and you just can't wait until the christmas dinner is done and you can sit and relax and watch a movie and fall asleep on the sofa but then you think, damn, I forgot the Christmas pudding or I forgot to get the brandy or I forgot to get the custard or whatever it may be or whipped cream. Nowhere's open. Disaster. But hey, it is stressful. And I, and I just want you to realize that although it's stressful, it shouldn't be. We make it stressful. And, you know, I, I used to say this when teaching education. When we're delivering, uh, when I used to deliver some units within the apprenticeships we used to deliver, as, as teachers and trainers, we used to overcomplicate things. We really should go back to basics. Let's not stress. Let's not get it complicated. And, you know, as I say, the run-up is manic. So the last couple of days, including yesterday, um, I was going to Tesco's and I've got two Tesco's near me, a superstore and then a small local. And they're at opposite ends of where I live. And I'm banging the middle and they're, they're opposite. So... Um, both of them yesterday were extremely quiet and during this week they have been extremely extremely quiet um i've barely seen anybody around and then today you know i got up went for my coffee went for my graveyard walk thinking okay well i know they're not open till 11 today so i'll pop in around about 12 ish half 12 to get some extra little bits um and then I'm done. Well, the last couple of days have been absolutely perfect because it's been dead as a dodo. Walk in at 12, 12.30 today. Holy freaking moly. Oh my God, was it packed. There's no trolleys. There's no baskets. People are, you know, cramming down the aisles. The shelves are half empty. 
You know, everybody's left it to the last minute. Everybody's running around to get what they need, you know, just in case they forgot something, they're running around to get it. But for me, I've kind of brought things as I've gone along. Um, and I'll talk about this later, but Christmas is only one day now. The 25th of December is the only day everywhere, apart from Starbucks tomorrow or today, um, is open. And, you know, but everywhere else is closed on Christmas Day. So I've got a privilege of having my Starbucks open. So I'm kind of looking forward to that later. Um, so, you know, it, it's just manic. Everywhere is manic. Um, and, you know, look, with this as well, you know, we tend to forget things. And I think we need to stop. We need to... Um, look and we need to evaluate the way we do things because if we're better organized and better planned i think that works quite well because at the end of the day you know the better planning we have the better it is um because you know if if we're running around headless chickens at the end of the day it's nuts and i know a lot of people have done online shopping and a lot of people are prepared and planned in that way they've booked their booking slots it's delivering should be nice and easy but yeah, it, it is a manic. So I would say even try and relieve that stressful day because it's like having a Sunday roast, but you're cooking for more people, right? Um, just make sure you have everything ready and please don't get stressed out. And I know whether you're listening to this podcast first thing in the morning while you're cooking this, the Christmas dinner, whatever you're catching up, uh, listening to this during the day, you've managed to escape the family for five minutes uh, to listen to this. Um, I would just say, you know, next year, try not get stressed. Don't worry about it. Get what you can get done. Um, because as I say, you know, Christmas is really only one day. Now this brings me on to today, the big day, the big 25th of December. So, you know, look, these are, this is a great day, Christmas day. And you know, there's so many things that happen on Christmas Day with family traditions, things that you're used to doing. So as I said earlier about, you know, people go to midnight mass, they come home, they go to bed, they wake up in the morning, they they may have like breakfast and, you know, bucks fizz. Um, you know, they may open the presents first thing in the morning um, or they may have breakfast, then open presents or, you know, you're cooking dinner, doing some other things. Um, you know, Christmas presents might be open in the afternoon, um, but it's a busy, busy day. And also, there's lots of memories. I remember when I was growing up and Christmas Day was just solely, when I was growing up, as I say, it was getting up, going downstairs, you know, all the presents were under the tree. Um, you know, we would open the presents after Christmas dinner, not before. We'd have one present probably first, but then we had to wait till, you know, the till after Christmas dinner and then we'd open them um, you know sometimes we would go in the morning to visit my mum's mum and dad my mum's or my pair grandparents on my mum's side um, and then I know on Boxing Day we used to go to my dad's parents in the kind of late uh, afternoon early evening uh, and then I'd see all my cousins and uncles and stuff there or we'd, we'd do my mum's parents first thing on a Boxing Day morning and then off to my dad's uh, parents uh, in the afternoon um, and then I'd be off then until the 2nd of January because it was Christmas and I was at school and you know I'd play with my toys and everything else um, 
but there are lots of traditions and people do lots of different things and you know even you know you know even when you have christmas we we should never forget the loved ones and you know especially today i'm walking around you know brompton cemetery where yes i do walk around a cemetery and for you for those that know me it's a way that i reset myself um and it's a nice peaceful rural park as well and it's an active um it is an active cemetery but there are people there you know visiting their loved ones on christmas eve and it's nice to see um, and we should never forget the ones that we have loved and lost. And we should always include them in our celebrations regardless. Um, because they may not be here, but they may never be forgotten. Um, and it's just a great way to continue making those memories. And, you know, if it's your birthday today, happy birthday. Double the whammer, hey? Christmas Day and your birthday bonus but this day is always full of fun and joy but um you know things have changed so as i say in christmas day uh and boxing day when i was growing up used to be very on the on the basis of everywhere was closed on the two days as times have changed it's kind of now gone christmas day and then boxing day would then be boxing day sales people would be out they would be you know returning gifts they didn't like or you know buying last minute christmas presents as you know in the sales um, or people wouldn't buy christmas presents and then they would wait to the boxing day sales because they know that the gift they wanted to get will be a lot more cheaper and then they'll buy it wrap it and give it on boxing day and that's how some things worked and how some traditions became part of a, a boxing day sale and the boxing day sales sales still happen but i do remember those times where christmas day and boxing day there was no public transport nothing worked it was two solid days at home but things have changed and that's why i say we shouldn't stress because christmas is only one day one day the 25th of december because everywhere in london especially in london i know there's people outside of of um london and i know other cities may there may be no public transport but here in london there's nothing nothing is open as i say it's very rare to have a coffee shop open and i'm very privileged and thankful for the 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 team in west brompton to have a starbucks that is open so i'm going to be enjoying that coffee later this morning after my walk um and you know it it everything's back somewhere even the shops are open on the 26th so you know and, and the funny thing about the 26th, especially on Boxing Day, if you didn't know this, that from the 26th, in some supermarkets, Easter eggs are on sale. Yes, Easter eggs. It starts officially on the 26th of December. Easter egg sales are there. And the Cadbury's eggs are out, the Easter eggs are out, and you think, hang on, we've just not even got over Christmas and the Easter eggs are there. Oh yeah, they're coming. Brace yourself. But as I say, we all get stressed over Christmas and we all think about things we forgot, we should get, we didn't get, we panic about it. You know, look, we can only plan and prepare and do the best we can up until Christmas Day. And then on Christmas Day, if it doesn't go according to plan, don't stress. Don't forget the shops are open the next day. So tomorrow, all the shops are back open. Uh, some still may be closed, but supermarkets will be open. So you can still go get some fruit and veg and meats and anything you need extra um that is going to make your day 
So again, don't stress. We, we put too much stress on ourselves. And we've got to think about our health and well-being, right? So again, it's one day. Things have changed. Society, culture has changed. It's one day, guys. So as the old English saying goes, keep calm. Yeah? So let's let's keep calm and carry on. But as I say, there's lots of things to go on from, you know, family values and traditions with different families, you know, and everyone has their own traditions. As I say, you look over the years, um, you know, I, I and I'll be honest that I don't have a connection with my family anymore. And there's various reasons why. And I'm not going to go into them because they're personal and they're private. But I don't see any of my family. And, you know, I will spend time with friends um, when I see them over the Christmas period. Um, I'm not a very, although I may sound very social, I, I don't like intruding on any other Christmases. I don't like socializing at Christmas. You know, I just like to be on my own and do my own thing. And I think that needs to be respected at times from people because some people don't pay attention and people are like no no no, you've got to come to mine you've got to come to mine come and join my family come and join my friends we're doing this we're doing that no if i'm saying no there's a reason why or if i'm not saying no and it's somebody else saying no there's a reason why give that person some space respect 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 their wishes very simple guys it's all about mutual respect okay now you know, I think we all have to remember that, you know, like for my tradition now is walking around Brompton Cemetery, as I always do anyway, but Brompton Cemetery, coffee, home, Disney movies, relax, read some books, I'm done. Yeah. And then by the 26th, I'm already thinking about work and planning to go back the next day. So, yeah, my mindsets. Um, but that's just the way i am and you know also i think especially with christmas it's become very materialistic everything is about wanting something you know people are buying gifts and you know buying things for certain people and getting people the gifts that they want and need and they're panicking what do i buy so and so i'm not sure are they gonna like it they're not gonna like it I'm so confused, it's too much, I don't know what I'm going to do. And buying gifts is hard. And I, I, I'm very material, you know, I'm not very materialistic. I used to be many, many years ago, but actually I don't want anything. If I want anything, I'll buy it myself. So last October, pre-Christmas, I brought myself a Remarkable 2. And I'm not plugging this, by the way, but the Remarkable 2 is like an ink notepad. It's like an no electronic notepad. It's got... I can, it's not connected to, to um, the, any apps or anything. It's just connected to Wi-Fi. Um, it's connected to an app that I can view the documents on my phone. And it's connected to my MacBook. Um, but this ThinkPad, I can take it away. I can write my notes, my thoughts, my feelings, everything. I use it for work. I use it for personal. And I love it. I use it all the time. And I, that's great for me because I'll be taking it out later today to... To, to write some things down because I've got things running around in my head right now for all sorts of things and I'll take it away make my notes use it during the day and I've never had to use another notepad or piece of paper again 
Although I'm going to lie on this one. I actually have my notes written on paper <laughs> for this podcast. So a little bit of a white lie. Um, but it's fantastic. I love my Remarkable. And, you know, apart from that, probably the only thing I need to get is a pair of socks. But I can buy those myself. They're everyday things. But I don't expect anything from anybody. And I'm not materialistic anymore. I just get what I need to get because I need it. And I think so many people are relying on becoming very materialistic as they need the latest technologies, the latest toys, gadgets, gizmos, whatever it may be. And, you know, I know some people are like, oh, I want to give my kids the everything that I never had. But actually, something simplistic is better. And, you know, I think it's all about just living in moderation and i'm probably gonna get my knuckles wrapped saying that but we all need to live in moderation people and we shouldn't be kind of held up on you know materialistic things but also this time of the year or this day itself should be about you know our personal values family life love you know value that you're still here and i've gone through so much health-wise, I'm glad I'm still breathing. And when people say to me, how are you? And I say, yeah, I'm alive. Or yeah, I'm breathing. There's a reason why I'm lucky to still be here and take every breath I take. So, you know, I value it. I value my life completely. But as much as I've, I've got left of it, I will value it and respect it. So, some other things that we look at and we're going to talk about it's a bit of a reality check now you know not everyone is going to have a good christmas there are people there that are on the breadline. there are people in poverty people from disadvantaged backgrounds that haven't got enough money to have the christmas that they want and lots of people are celebrating with wine food drink you know all sorts and you know all these amazing gifts that they're getting that they spent thousands of thousands of pounds on or hundreds of pounds on and there's lots of people out there that won't have what we call a normal traditional christmas whatever normal means and i don't think that word should ever really exist anyway because nothing's normal nowadays um but traditional christmas is you know th- that's a varied a variation of a word traditional um what is traditional um you know maybe that's for another podcast but you know lots of people have their traditions lots of people have um you know what they do with their family and friends but not everybody's christmas will be the same you know my christmas is totally different to everybody else's christmas um but there are people that will be lonely there are people that will be single uh, on their own you know oap so old age pensioners um unless they're in a home with people or even if they're in a home um, or a nursing home, they're still alone. Friends and family may not be visiting them anymore. And that's just, that's just a, a sad reality and a shame. Some people get put in homes and they still have some family, but the family never visit because it's too far. It's too much to get there. They'll see them sometime in the new year. No, see them now. Take some time out. Respect them. Go and see them. But... As I say, everybody's Christmas is different. For example, homelessness. Homelessness exists. I think we all know that, right? We've all seen it. You know, 
I'm happy to say that there are some hotels in London this year that, and a couple that I know of, are actually being turned into homeless shelters over the Christmas period. They're going to be housing homeless people and feeding them um, and giving them a safe place um, off the streets because it's going to be cold and horrible and they can get a good meal and have a wash and some, you know, and just have a bit of TLC time before they're put back onto the streets. And that's sad. And I've been listening to the radio and listening to some people and, you know, from some homeless charities and saying that at this time of the year, homeless people just want someone to talk to. They want the company. They don't have any family. And, you know, being able to communicate and meet other people gives them a sense of being and belonging. And we all want that, right? We all want to feel that we're loved and we belong. So it it's... It's good to hear that there are hotels doing that. And, you know, it's a safe place for them. Now, also, you know, we have to understand that there are a lot of families that are homeless this year. As we know, the pandemic came along and, you know, that was a tough two, three years. But the pandemic came along and it caused a lot of problems, a lot of job losses, a lot of people not being able to afford their their bills, and they're still struggling with their bills, especially with gas and electric, as those prices keep increasing and people benefit from that, but not us. And the energy companies keep making profits, but don't give us anything back. And when it comes to energy cuts or a discounted energy rate, they um and they are, and they kind of bitch and moan, and you know we never see it. But also, what we found with families during the pandemic is that a lot of people where they lost their jobs, they were struggling, they couldn't afford to pay their rent, so they were made homeless, given sections 28s or 21s, even some places that they rented from private landlords, they, those private landlords took the properties back because they wanted to sell them. And that has caused a lot of homeless issues. There's a lot of families that are living either in hotels or B&Bs or sheltered accommodation this Christmas and they're not able to give the Christmas that they want or have the Christmas that they want. Maybe some people had a great Christmas before, you know, let's say this year, they had a great Christmas last year, but due to unforeseen circumstances, they're going to have a not so great Christmas this year. But also that means that, you know, there are a lot of children that are going to be homeless this year. Some families are going to be in their hotel rooms or their sheltered accommodation or their B&Bs with their kids, trying to give them the best Christmas they can, whether it's mum, dad and two kids in a room with very little space, just enough to have a can, a, a, Christmas, a mini Christmas tree, probably Poundland, with some little decorations up. You know, not a lot of money to buy gifts or presents but just enough to buy food and, you know, have enough money for gas and electric. And even those families that are still living in their homes and, you know, again, they're not going to have a lot of money and some people may have sacrificed on certain things so that they can give their kids a good Christmas. I think we have to remember that as hard as it is to listen to, it's something we need to wake up and and realise and, you know, come to the realization that this actually is the way life is for people some in in a majority of people that there are homeless kids and homeless families then they are struggling and they're not going to have the amazing christmas that some of us are having right now 
to take some time and think about that. And I'm not looking for a pity party. I'm not, you know, doing anything like that. I'm just asking you to think about it, to realize that that is happening out there. Now, look, when we talk about homelessness as well, we talk about food banks. And there's a lot of families that are going to food banks. And a friend of mine in, in Tunbridge, Wales, supports a local food bank and he was saying that recently you know the food bank have been given out you know christmas day bundles and those christmas day bundles contain you know food and everything to help people over the christmas period so to help them on you know for that festive period the 25th 26th and 27th so there's at least three days worth of food and one of the things that has helped that is this donation from king charles with all these freezers as crazy as it sounds a freezer is a good thing and um, so they've been able to freeze a lot of foods so that they can keep it a bit longer and give to those families and it's really had a positive impact and has really really helped but we have to realize that food banks are still one of the highest use services and food banks struggle even this time of the year with the donations of food from food suppliers and the food chain but they're doing their best to provide those in need with food to cover them for Christmas. But again, as I say, people that are living from paycheck to paycheck or living on the poverty line are struggling to make the best Christmas for themselves or their families. And they're doing what they can. Now, also during this period, where people are struggling, and I know this is a, a, a very hard topic to talk about, but it's about suicide. Now, look, I, I deliver a mental health course for the organization I work for. And there is a, a module on suicide in there. And it's a, it's a hard topic to talk about. And it's something that is very close to my heart because unfortunately I have lost some people that have committed suicide. Um, and when I put this training together, uh, it, it's hard to get my head around. Uh, and it's hard to deliver. And I, I had a, standard, a standardization session with some of my team um, this week, just gone. And we spoke about suicide and we're looking at, is there any materials? How can we deliver it better? And, you know, we watched one video. And if you, if you go into YouTube and you type in football video, two men, mental health, watch that video. Just watch it. And it will show you how mental health can be hidden sometimes. And you wouldn't know. From the brightest, bubbliest person where everything's a joy, not realizing that actually deep down it's not. And unfortunately they take their own life. But I think we have to understand that even especially this time of the year, the suicide rate is quite high. And it's always quite high and it is high in young men because a lot of pressure is put onto people. And that pressure can tip someone over the edge and make them do the unthinkable. Now, while you're out and about over the Christmas period, if you're at a train station or, you know, you're somewhere and you see someone looking down or, you know, not quite with it or very, you know, into a deep thought, don't be afraid to come and talk to them. Ask them if they're okay. Maybe it's that conversation that will save them. Because that one conversation just to check on them might avert the disaster of them taking their life and leaving everything behind because it's not as bad as we all think things are better things can get there with the right help and support people can survive 
and turn things around. Also, that brings me on to another bit about single people and people that are alone this Christmas. You know, we've all got mobile phones and they do wondrous things nowadays from, you know, sending a text to sending a voice message, to doing video recordings, you know, everything. If you know someone that is on their own, someone that might be a little bit low or lonely, someone that you are worried or concerned about, send them a voice message. Send them a video message. Send them a text message to show that you care. Now, also this brings you on to another thing. If you text somebody, I don't understand this in people, but if you text somebody and you don't get an instant response, why do you get upset? Don't get upset. We all have lives. And I say this to everybody I know. If I text you, I don't expect an automatic response. Take your time. You have a life. Respond when you can. But if I haven't heard from you for more than a couple of days, I'm going to chase you um, just to make sure you're okay. But then again, with the wonders of technology on WhatsApp and Telegram, I can see when you've read a text or I can see, you know, when you, you last looked at your messages. So it then I know you're okay. But people, please, again, calm down. If you've sent someone a message and they haven't automatically responded, breathe. They may be doing something. They may be having a bit of me time. They will respond when they can. Just wait. Okay? Easy, tiger. Slow it. But also... I think we just have to remember that, that that is something that happens this time of the year and we should pay attention to it. So as I say, just reach out to someone, voice message, video, whatever, let them know you care. But also one of the biggest things that happens during the Christmas period is domestic violence. And as, again, as hard as it may be to talk about it, domestic violence is, is pretty high and, and very common over the festive period. We're in tight families. We're indoors together again. And it's not just that, but domestic violence happens all the time, unfortunately. And domestic violence can happen between a man and a woman, a woman and a man, male and male, female and female. It doesn't matter what culture, race, religion, domestic violence does exist. And sometimes it's the male aggressor, sometimes the female aggressor, Sometimes it's both. And having a toxic relationship is not the best. Now, in domestic violence situations, um, you know, there is help out there. Now, if you didn't know, if you were in a very dire situation during a, a domestic um, violence argument or domestic violence situation, you can dial 999. And once you dial 999, just keep pushing five, 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 five. Keep pushing five. The operator will know what you're doing. They can tell by the tone and they know exactly what to do and they'll be able to find your location from your mobile and send the relevant help. But also, now I'm going to be a bit of a geek on this one. I watch Dr. Phil. Yes, as it may seem, I watch Dr. Phil. Um, and he does have some good things to say, but his wife, Robin, created an app, a domestic violence app, um, that is named something else, 
it was called Georgia Smile or something. Um, and the way it was put together was to give advice and guidance. In the app, it has a very secret place where you can push the button and it calls the emergency services for you. But also it tells you how to create an escape plan and, you know, safe places are where to go. And I highly recommend that. Create yourself a safe place. Create a to-go bag. Get yourself ready if needed. But also when we look at domestic violence, we've also got to think about child abuse. This year as well, there is a lot of child abuse and child neglect going on. Now in America, if you have a domestic violence case and the police are called to the home, because you, if you've got children in the home and you're having a domestic violence argument, that's classified within the US when you've got children as child neglect, child abuse. And maybe, I might get my knuckles wrapped saying this, maybe we need that kind of law here. Um, whereas if you have a domestic violence and it's in front of kids, it's a form of child abuse or child neglect. But we've got to remember that also children suffer this time of the year, not just only going back to the homelessness situation, but also going back to the child abuse. Now, or the child neglect. Now, as that great saying says, children should be seen and not heard. And in some cases, people are like that. They want to see them but not hear them. Sometimes they don't even know they're there. They'll scream and shower them and put them in rooms, beat them. These are all things that are reality. And you may not like to hear it, but guess what? Wake up and smell the coffee. Where are you living? As a teacher and trainer, safeguarding is a big thing. And I've been privy to attend some really engaging and thought-provoking safeguarding courses. And some of the things and cases that come up there are shocking to think that they actually go on, but they do. And there's a lot of children that call Childline or Bernardo's or the NSPCC over the holiday period because their parents are arguing or, you know, they, they're in trouble. So we have to think about that as well. We need to look out for everybody, no matter what. We're all human. And I'm sick and tired. And this is my opinion, by the way, but I'm sick and tired of everybody, you know, going on about race, religion, sexuality, gender, creed. To me, it doesn't matter who we are, what we are. We're all the same. If, as in, you know, we all have bones and we all have the same kind of bones. We all have the same organs. We all have brains and eyes. We're very identical in certain ways. But the things that make us different from our the color of our skin to, our, to the way we talk, act, our uniquenesses, our strengths, our abilities, you know, whether we're tall, short, fat, thin, old, young, black, white, brown, purple, orange, green, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Gay, transgender, bisexual, asexual, pansexual queer whatever it doesn't matter we're all unique now if we we're all the same oh my god please if there was a, if there was a billion of me and we all look exactly like me spoke like me walked like me dressed like me talked like i would go in mentally insane and and, and you know no offense to me but i would that would drive me crazy i can't deal with you know having a twin is enough but anybody else no so the uniqueness that we have and the qualities that we bring are amazing 
And I love how diverse we are in this world and we need to embrace it. So look, we're all different. We all got to live in the same world. We just need to get along with each other, right? We have to. Because if we don't, we're just going to keep, you know, we're just not, we're just not going to do it. But please, we need to, to get on, you know, with, with, with our lives and we need to make sure that we're all doing the right thing. Now, as I say, not everyone's going to have the same Christmas. So, you know, the world is changing. There's so much going on, you know, um, there's just lots, lots of things going on um, around the world. And sometimes it's scary. It really is. But, you know, we have to adapt and move on and do what we need to do. But, you know, for me, the point of this episode is is talk about, you know, some of those realistic things that we're, we're looking at from homelessness to domestic violence to child abuse, you know, to food banks, to the poverty line, to, you know, single people, suicide, all these things kind of get skimmed over over the festive period and it's a shame but also what i'm trying to say as well is don't get stressed over christmas christmas isn't worth getting stressed over because as i say over the 35 six plus christmases i remember because some i'm not gonna remember when i was growing up as a baby but for the last 35 36 years I remember Christmases, things have changed and they will continue to change. And I think if they change, they change, it's fine. We adapt, we carry on. But we need to be in a world where we don't stress because stress around mental health is not great. So what we need to do is just plan better, don't stress, do what we can and we'll be fine, as I say keep calm and carry on right let it be water off a duck's back right nice and easy as i say you know christmas is one day now the 25th no other days because from the 26th whether it be limited train services or you know shopping um experience or services everything is open so with everything open it's perfect right now there's a few things to think about as well during this festive period now again i'm going to be honest and people may think that i'm overreacting overstating this but sometimes you need a social media break and sometimes those that those people that are lonely or not in the right frame of mind or struggling over christmas when they see their friends on social media with all these presents and it's lavish food and these extravagant events, they get a little bit upset, you know, downtrodden, disheartened, um, because they may not be able to have that same experience. And they really want that experience, but they can't have it. And they get in a rut. And I'm not saying you shouldn't post anything positive about your Christmas, because of course you can, but sometimes be mindful. But also as an individual, maybe over the festive period you need a social media blackout and that's to come away from social media spend time with your family put your phone away yeah don't get it out if you get a text the person as i say the person can wait for a response you know just relax 
Enjoy the quality time you get with a partner or a loved one or family or friends. Yeah. So for example, today when I go out, I will be leaving my mobile phone at home. I've got, yes, I've got my Apple Watch. It's fine. So I can pick up any urgent messages while I'm out. But apart from that, what I'll do is I'll leave my phone here today and I will go for my walk. I don't want any access to any messages or anything. Now I'll send all those messages out before I go out today and I'll, I'll wish those I need to happy Christmas, send my little messages, my little pictures, um, and then I'll go out. And then when I get home, I'll check my phone. Um, and I'll only check it once and I'll put it away and I won't check it until the evening. But I think it's key to have that blackout because because you need time to relax. You need time off social media. You know, look, phones been around for about 20, 30 years now and they've developed and they've grown. And a lot of people stick to their phones. Their, their phones are glued to their hips. It's their life. You take somebody's phone away from them now. Oh my God, it is the end of the world. And as we hit Generation Z and Generation Alpha, and Generation Alpha are the, are the ones that are technology advanced. You know, they're born basically with a mobile phone or technology attached to them. Um, I know that's that's not true, but from the day they're born, technology is a fundamental part of their life. And, you know, as they're growing up, they all, they would know far more than what I would at those ages when I was growing up. So we just need to make sure that sometimes we just have that social media blackout and it's good for our mental health and well-being. Take yourself away. You're not missing much. You can always catch up on it. Yeah. But also, remember those loved ones. You know, yes, I'm going to go around Brompton Cemetery today. And, you know, I'm sure there'll be people visiting their loved ones there. But you should never forget the ones you love. You should never forget those that we've loved and lost. Remember them. You know, there's there's a great pagan thing. Um, that I remember, which is, you know, when you want to write or you want to talk to someone that's passed and gone on to the spirit world, what you would do is you'll write them a letter. And then once you writ that letter, you'd burn the letter. And those and the ashes of the letter and the, the smoke would then, you know, transition through to the spirit world. So sometimes it's probably worth doing that. But sometimes it's a, it's a great way for your mental health is writing someone that is no longer around a love, a, not a love note, but maybe a love note. Maybe it's an ex-lover. Maybe you want to write them a love note. Maybe it's a, a family or a friend that you've lost. A family member or friend you've lost, sorry. And you want to write them a, a note or write them a card and tell them how you, you love them and miss them. Um, and yes, it can be emotional, but sometimes it can be a good output and a good way of dealing with it now i say quite a lot and i do have something fun for you and it's not all doom and gloom i promise you then following this episode of say as it is with pete there will be a special episode by the green and grumpy man himself the grinch yes the grinch he has happily come in to record a, a mini uh, podcast himself and he will be joining me shortly where you can listen to him because I think he's had enough of listening to me right now um, as he sits across and stares at me with a really 
grumpy grinch ground uh and frown i should say not ground um i think i need more coffee but um i'll let you listen to that very shortly um but yes my day is going to be a very simple day today folks i am literally going to finish this uh and post it out to you guys so um and then going to go for my walk in brenton brompton cemetery and my coffee and yes brompton cemetery it is steeped in history it's 186 years old 186 years old it's ancient but there is a tombstone i came across yesterday which i found quite interesting um the tombstones are about 106 to 107 years old and it's really weird because the uh, people that that tombstone represents one of them died on the 23rd of december and then uh on the 24th of december the following year the other one died uh, so they died a year and one day apart from each other um and they're about 106 or 107 years old um and for me it's like wow i can't believe that you know these people lived that long ago um and the the cemetery itself was opened in 1840 as i say it's about 186 years worth of history it's amazing but then i'll do my walk and then i will disappear off and get my coffee at starbucks um where i as i say i may have a toffee nut latte or a vanilla latte who knows uh, and then it's home cook uh, myself a mini dinner and then it's uh, lavish myself in a few more episodes of Bob's Burgers and a couple of Disney movies especially the Muppet movies um, as I do love watching them but some of the old classics like Robin Hood and Sword in the Stone are two of my favorite Christmas movies to watch this time of the year which I'm glad for um, but uh, that is enough about me and I hope you've enjoyed this uh, Christmas Day podcast as we've had some honest frank conversations around uh, Christmas family traditions homelessness domestic violence uh, suicide food banks all kinds of different things over the Christmas period that we should be thinking about as well as giving you some insightful Christmas 101 facts that um, I'm surprised I know myself but listen guys thank you very much for listening to this episode I hope you have or had a lovely Christmas depending when you're listening to this episode remember you can always always go back and listen to previous bonus episodes as well as normal episodes of say as it is with Pete Um, and do note that there will be a New Year's Day special which will sum up 2023 and what's coming and planned for 2024 not only in the wonderful world of pete but in the wonderful world of the uk um and episodes obviously but again if any of you want to join an episode just reach out to me via uh, you can dm me on uh, linkedin or you can email me pete at creativemind.zone happy for you to suggest a topic or you know uh asked to uh, jump on any topic and uh, we can spark that conversation um but as i say you can always go back and listen to these via apple music amazon spotify rss.com or wherever you get these from and again thank you so much for listening to today's uh, christmas day special podcast i am going to go 
and get my jacket, hat and shoes on while you now listen to the wonderful uh, green grumpy man himself as he looks at a Grinchy Christmas and I shall catch you pretty soon. Hello, you're tuned into a very Grinchy Christmas. It's me, the Grinch, your host for the next few minutes why I butt into this episode as I am bored of hearing that guy Pete. Hey, let's get this over with, shall we? First, let's talk about those gaudy Christmas decorations. Lights, tinsel, the works, why? <laughs> if I had it my way, the only decoration would be a sign saying keep out. But if you must decorate, make it interesting. How about a nice wilted tree? Now, on to gifts. Why waste time buying new things when you can simply regift? like last year's untouched fruitcake. Anyone, it's the thought that counts the thought of not spending any money. That is, and what is that saying the thought counts? Right here. Remember just regift and save money. The save money you can spend on you and maybe a max if you have one hair. And remember your unwanted items at home can be wrapped and given to others like Cindy Lou. Or to others it is your choice, not mine. But if you are me, I love to keep everything and never share. But that is a lie I will share with Max, my dear old friend Max. Now let us talk about something called music. It's unavoidable. But who says you need to listen to jolly jingles? My playlist includes the sounds of wind howling and the distant wailing of cats. Sets the perfect mood for a Grinchy Christmas. Now the most likable part of this so-called holiday is dinner. Why bother with a feast? This year, I'm considering a can of beans unheated, eaten straight from the can. Efficient, no fuss, and no unnecessary cheer. Unless I hear that there is free food, and then you will see me there. Okay, fine. I'll say something nice. If you enjoy all this Christmas nonsense, good for you. Just remember, the best part of this day isn't the sparkly lights or the gifts. It's getting through it knowing you've annoyed someone like me. Well, that's it. I've fulfilled my obligation this Christmas day. So, enjoy your Christmas, or don't, I don't care. This is the Grinch signing off from a very Grinchy Christmas. Thank God for that. Well, there you have it, folks. A great podcast. And uh, thank you to the Grinch for stepping in to provide his insights into it. And... As you saw, he had enough of me, so he had to butt in. But again, guys, thank you so much. Have a fantastic Christmas day, uh, or if you listen to this after Christmas, I hope you had a great one. And remember, you can always go back and listen to all these podcasts, and all of what's said on this podcast is my own views and opinions. And again, guys, enjoy the day. I'm now going off for my coffee and my graveyard walk. So catch you on the 1st of January, 2021.